0: The following message is from Christian Life Austin. For more information about Christian Life, visit clcaustin.com. Thank you for listening. Let's turn to somebody and say simply this write that thank you note. Write it. Write it. I love you. Give me 15 minutes and I'll be finished. We're gonna take communion tonight. That's a joy. Then I'm gonna go home and eat a cake and three pies. (laughs) Little something I put together, let me read it to you. There you are with nine other lepers. What a terrible disease. First the loss of feeling, then the loss of hair, then feet, then hands, then nose, then eyes and such. Your own family treats you like some grotesque monster. You subsist on alms given by strangers. From time to time you cry out, unclean, unclean, to warn the unsuspecting in life. What a dread, dreadful disease, this leprosy. But misery loves company, though, and thank God for those fellow lepers that were there with you that day. Deep in your heart, in your heart you long for the company of whole people, not sick people not those who have been disfigured. But that day is over. You'll never hold your wife or your children again. You have only the company of other lepers. At least the ten of you can bind together and comfort one another, even make sad jokes about your sorrow. There you are with nine other lepers. You've taken up your daily vigil beside the road leading from Galilee and Samaria to Jerusalem. Such an occupation is conducive to daydreaming. Perhaps maybe a wealthy, generous stranger will pass by and bestow upon you a princely sum of money. Well, it could happen. It's nice to dream. They believed in a lottery back then too. Meanwhile, someone has spotted a stranger approaching, but he doesn't look too prosperous. Doesn't look like he has money. He's followed by some other man. Someone in your group recognizes him, And they say he's a famous rabbi, and those are his disciples. Someone else speaks up. I've heard about him. I hear that he's a healer. Maybe he'll help us, even heal us. Another says it's worth a try and begins to cry out, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Others join in the chorus, Jesus, mercy. Master, have mercy on us. And the rabbi pauses a moment on his journey. He turns to you and your friends, and with a compassionate expression on his face, he says simply, go and show yourself to the priest. Under the Old Testament law, it was the temple priest, not a physician, who alone had the authority to pronounce a leper cured. So you and nine friends dare to dream the impossible dream. You make your way toward the temple to show yourself to the priest. And you stumble only a few paces until a healing power of the master begins to manifest itself. You can scarcely believe what's happening to you. It's too good to be true, but it is true. You feel new strength in your limbs. The terrible spots and the sores are disappearing as if they're just evaporating. Now all you are laughing and cheering and one member of the band does the little dance in the middle of the road. The no more leprosy dance. However that looks. You're slapping each other on the back. You're hugging one another. You're delirious with joy. Soon the priest would be pronouncing you clean once again. Soon you'd be able to rejoin your family. You can hardly believe it. You quicken your pace as you make your way toward Jerusalem. It's true. It's amazingly, miraculously, fantastically true. You are healed. The rabbi has done it. But wait one of your members is missing. One of the numbers gone. Where could he be? Later, you encounter him in the temple. His face is shining with a radiant glow. He looks even different than what you look. Where have you been? You ask, and he tells his story. He said, When I saw I was healed, I couldn't help myself. I began praising God with all my might. And then I remembered that I had not said thank you to the rabbi who had healed me. So I ran back to where he was and fell on my face and gave thanks. And I was surprised to see a disturbed look on the rabbi's face. I guess he was not used to a Samaritan bowing down to a Jew. I heard him say to his friends, Were there not ten cleansed? Were the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except for this foreigner? When your friend walks away, you silently bury your face into your hands. Why didn't I go back, you ask yourself. Why didn't I at least go back and say thanks? Have you ever found yourself in such a position? Have you ever forgotten to say thank you, thank you? I think it would be very appropriate right now. To lift your head up toward the heavens and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, say it. Thank you, thank you, Lord. An article once appeared in the Houston Chronicle. It concerned a Mrs. Roy Alvarez. On this fateful day, Mrs. Alvarez saw her son, Roy Alvarez Jr., 10 years old, being swept to his death by a vicious riptide at a place called Rollover Pass. Roy Jr. had simply been walking in the surf when the riptide swept him away. It was a tragedy about to happen. Young Roy had never learned to swim and his doom seemed certain. Then a boy scout named Rudolph ran out and grabbed Roy and trying to hold his head above the water. But the scout was in danger of drowning himself because number one, he wasn't big enough and number two, he wasn't that good of a swimmer. But an onlooker, an unknown man stepped into the surf fully clothed and he took Roy from the boy scout and, who was exhausted and he pushed the boy scout toward the shore And he made his way back to shore. And this unknown man then held on to Roy when when the riptide rolled them both under to the jagged underwater rocks. And then this unknown stranger gave Roy back to his hysterical mother and weeping father. And the last thing they saw of the stranger, he was limping along the beach trailing blood. The mother was calmer the following day and she called the Houston Chronicle and told them the story. And she said of the stranger, he was hurt. And we didn't even get his name. Will you please write an article from the Alvarez family and tell him how grateful we are? Will you thank him for us? Thank him for giving me back my son. Miss Alvarez wanted to say thank you, but she was understandably overwrought with emotion. I know somebody else that saved us from a riptide a long time ago. He brought us from back from the dead and put us back in the arms of the people that loved us, called the church. And the last time we saw him, he was trailing blood on his way to his burial. That had to be true of some of those lepers whom Jesus healed. They would have said, thank you, but they were too caught up in the motion of the moment. So only one of the 10 returned to express his gratitude. Why is it so important to take time to say thank you? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm fixing to give you three things that God put in my spirit to tell you why it's so important to be grateful and have gratitude in this time of the year and all year. Number one, saying thank you is a sign of character. Look at your neighbor and say it's a sign of character. None of us has much respect for a person unwilling to take the time to say thanks. It's like the story I read about the man choking on a bone and immediately he called for a doctor to remove it and the victim said, so what do I owe you, doctor? And the doctor replied, how about the amount you were ready to pay while the bone was still in your throat? How soon we forget. Some of us have knelt before God and made all kinds of fantastic requests in our hours of need God. If you will, then I will. Some of which have been granted. What kind of people are we if we have not been equally as eager to pour out our expressions of gratitude? One of my favorite pitchers ever in the major leagues was a man named Steve Carlton. He pitched from 1965 to 1988. He had a long career. He was a four-time Cy Young award winner. And one time he was considered by experts to be baseball's most effective and brilliant pitcher. He was also its highest paid pitcher over a million dollars a year. And you got to understand, this was 45 or so years ago. What is not widely known is that in 1973, after a season in which he went 13 wins and 20 losses, Steve Carlton asked the Philadelphia Phillies to renegotiate his contract which was a binding long term contract that could only be broken by mutual consent. That's not unusual. Athletes today still do that. They sign something in two years, they wanna renegotiate and get more money. But the difference is that Steve asked the Philadelphia Phillies to reduce his salary because he had such a bad year. He may not have been good with the press but he was good in the locker room and he had great character. Steve was grateful for the opportunity to play baseball And expressed his gratitude in a concrete way. Having had a bad year, he did not want to take advantage of the team that had employed him. Saying thanks is an expression, folks, of character. Jesus praised the Samaritan who came back to say thanks. He said to him, your faith, I want to preach right now, has made you whole. The other men were never declared whole. He was declared whole because he did one more thing than they did. He heard the same voice, heard the same go tell the priest, heard all of that, but he turned around and said, thank you. And Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Jesus sees character in people that'll turn around and say, thank you, Lord, for what you've done in my life. The Bible said, enter his gates with thanksgiving and come into his courts with praise. The reason some people can't praise God is because they've never considered thanking God for what He's done. The Bible said, Pray without ceasing. Come on, pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Somebody's got to say thanks this year. Had a bad year? Say thanks. Had a bad day? Say thanks. Had some bad experiences, say thanks. In everything, give thanks. We're not recording this tonight, so my voice will not be transmitted to your life again. Everybody say his faith Faith. made him whole. (laughs) Jesus appreciated people who had the character to say, Thank you, Lord. Secondly, saying thanks makes us better people. It makes us better people. A little ironic perhaps, but it's true. We express gratitude because we are people of character and saying thanks in turn enhances our character. Thank you so much. In 1920, Lewis Laws was made warden of the Sing Sing Prison. And conditions there were horrible in those days. And Laws was later to become famous for the humanitarian reforms that he instituted. movie was made about him. However, Laws gave much of the credit to his wife, Catherine. Catherine Laws treated the prisoners as human beings and really treated them as her own kids. She would take their three small children and sit with the prisoners, the gangsters, the murderers, the racketeers, and the rest while the prisoners played bas- baseball and basketball. Catherine found a blind prisoner in utter despair and she had him taught Braille and she bought him all kinds of books for him to read. She learned sign language to talk with a deaf and a mute prisoner. And when people asked her if she was afraid, she replied, we care for the boys and they care for us. One day in 1937, Catherine Laws was killed instantly in a car accident. And the next day, her body lay in a casket a quarter of a mile away in a house a quarter mile away outside the prison walls and the acting warden, because her husband was with her and he wasn't able to be there, the acting warden found hundreds of prisoners crowded around the main gate and he knew what they wanted. And he said to them, I'm going to trust you boys. You can go to the house and pay your respects. Then he opened the gate, but he said, remember, you need to come on back. There was no count taken There was no guards posted. And that night, every single man returned to prison on his own volition. The acting warden was wise. He knew that those convicts needed some means of expressing appreciation for what Catherine Laws had meant to them. And that expressed appreciation, not only in paying their respect before her casket, but even more by living up to her trust by returning to their cells that evening because expressing thanks not only demonstrates our character it also enhances our character you're better people when you're thankful you're better people when you're thankful so don't go this week and say you know I I, I, didn't, I didn't get as much as the other person at church I didn't have the same kind of Thanksgiving why don't you just be grateful for what God has blessed you with and live on the top side of this thing instead of the bottom side of this thing just be grateful just be grateful one more thing needs to be said saying thank you keeps the channel of love open it really does when we write a thank you note aren't we in effect saying not only that we're thankful but also that this relationship is important to us and we want to keep that relationship alive that's why we text people and they text us back because we want to keep that relationship alive that is why expressing our appreciation to god is so important thanksgiving folks and praise are among the most effective means of keeping the channel of communication open the well springs of relationship between ourselves and god of course the most effective way of expressing our gratitude to god is to pass his blessings to someone else i told our wife my wife and we told our kids when they were born and they were growing up that we're going to try to give them everything that we know and everything that we are so that their life will be better and not worse by our lives. A man was on vacation when his son's family at a, a rented cottage in New England seashore. And on the first day of his vacation, he was out in the yard digging a hole. And he was putting out a small plant. His son observed this strenuous labor and work, and he asked his dad why he was going to such effort to put out a plant that was not even at their cottage. They would not be returning the next year. And the father replied, somebody will be here. Somebody will come. What kind of plant is the son asked? And the father said, it's a century plant. A century plant? You mean it won't bloom for 100 years, dad? Not that long, he said, maybe 20 or 30. And the son was astonished. Why in the world, he said, would you come out in this hot morning on your vacation in a rented cottage and put out a plant that won't even bloom for 20 years? And the father looked at his son and said, I saw one the other day. And I realized it's somebody 20 or 30 years ago. Wanted to share it with me. So he planted it for my enjoyment. Someday I said to myself, I'm going to plant one so that people enjoy it after I'm gone. And that's what I'm doing this morning, son. I'm planting it for somebody else. So when you say thanks, there's an endearment of love. There is a power of love that happens in your life. God, we need to be thankful people. We need to be thankful people. You'll never be a praiser when you grumble and complain all the time. But when you start thanking him, you'll enter his courts with praise because you've come through his gates with thanksgiving. So how's the best way? Randy, if you'll help me, I'd appreciate it. I keep my word. I'm a pastor. I'm not an evangelist. (laughs) There is a difference. How's the best way to say thank you? The best way to say thank you is to pass our blessings on to other people. It's the best way. It happens in families all the time. How do we express our gratitude to our parents for the sacrifices they made on our behalf? We tell them we love them, of course. And we show them our respect. And I'll be honest, every holiday I miss my dad and I miss my mom. My mom fussed at me all the time. But I miss that fussing. I really do. But essentially, the most important step is to be good parents ourselves and to pass on to our kids what we've received from our parents. I had great parents. When my mom died, I I cried hard. I was in an airport going away to Mississippi to preach, and I got the call that mom had passed in a nursing home. And I had just talked to her an hour and 15 minutes the night before told her where I was going and the last thing I think I told her don't you die while I'm gone she said oh you know I won't I won't be around she died and I cried in that airport and I I wished I could have found somebody to hug but there was nobody that I knew so the only thing I knew to do was get back on the plane and come back to Austin and hug my kids, hug my wife, and express my thanks for a mom that had taught me to go to church. Dad worked a lot in the oil field. My mama taught us to go to church. My mama taught us to be in the house of God no matter what night it was. We had all kinds of revivals when I was a kid. We had Monday night revival, Tuesday night revival, Wednesday night revival, (laughs) Thursday night revival, Friday night revival, Saturday night. Sometimes Saturday night the the pastor would say, you ladies get your hair washed, we'll have church in the morning. No Saturday night service. It was hair night, it was hair washing night. I had a drug habit, I was drugged to church all my life. (laughs) That's the way life is. But saying thank you is important. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. For causing me to love Jesus. Thank you. It's a sign of character. Also, gratitude enhances our character. And it helps keep the channel of love open with God and with others. And the best way to say thank you is to pass it on to what we've received from others. To pass it on to our children. Pass it on to our families. So why didn't I write that thank you note? Why? I don't know it, but it's not too late. Do it this week. Write somebody. Tell them thank you. Thank you for being in your life. Thank you for being the person that influenced my life. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I had a math teacher in high school, and I had an English teacher in high school. The math teacher, I don't think, ever took a bath. He was an old bachelor. But he taught me mathematics. And he told me I could do whatever I wanted to do. And I would have to turn my head because I couldn't smell him while he talked. <laughs> but what a man. And I had a little old English teacher about this tall, Miss Birchill. Mr. Kimson and Miss Birchill. If you're kin to them, please, I didn't say anything about it. Miss Birchill used to come up and call me her little monkey and she'd pull my ear. He if I ever get you straightened out, you're going to be something. They're gone. But they encouraged me, and I, I thank them every now and then in my own way because they helped me, guide me, even though neither one of them was religious. They helped me. Somebody helped us all. Somebody helped us all. You might have had an alcoholic father. You might have had a mother that walked the street, but somebody helped you somebody helped you because you couldn't be here by yourself somebody prayed for you somebody called your name out and somebody said God save this person save that girl, save this guy and you're here today because somebody passed down a love to you so hey be grateful be thankful be mindful it's a beautiful time I want to I wanna say thanks, would you all stand I want to say thanks I want to say thanks for just. I told the people that was helping me at the door tonight. I said, "I don't, I don't expect many people at church tonight. It's Tuesday and it's Thanksgiving," and and they all laughed at me. And I was wrong, but I'd rather be surprised and tell everybody we're going to have ten thousand there tonight. One shows up. Do you know what I've discovered about you people? And I thank God for this. Here's a a thanks. I'm gonna write you a thank you note right now. You love church. You love church. You love being here. You love the house of God. In fact, a team of horses couldn't keep some of you away from here. You don't have to be moved to be in the house of God. You're just gonna show up. That's so neat. Why don't you get your bread out? Come on, get your bread out. get it out we're going to thank the Lord here tonight everybody got your communion cup you got it I wish everybody would share with us here tonight got your communion cup got your bread hold your bread up right now and say father thank you for your broken body thank you because you died for me thank you because you rescued my life thank you because you rose on the third day thank you because you're coming back to get us and I honor you with a grateful and thankful heart tonight receive it in the name of the Lord amen As somebody said on the porch tonight, I wish we could just get that them rolls, them, them nice rolls with a little butter on them. That don't happen when you take communion. Jesus had no sin in him. He was unleavened bread. There was no there was no no sin in him. Take the take the juice, take the fruit of the vine, hold it up. Say thank you, Lord. For your shed blood thank you lord for the 39 stripes that you received on your back for my healing thank you lord for the crown of thorns that you wore thank you lord for the nails in your hands and the nails in your feet thank you lord for standing on that cross Six long hours for me. Thank you. I honor you on this Thanksgiving season with my whole heart, with all that I am. And because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ, I've been healed and I have been saved. And I'm free in Jesus' name. Receive it right now. Hallelujah. 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 Can you put your cup in a certain position so you can clap your hands like this a little bit? Come on. Come on, clap your hands. Rejoice. 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 Rejoice, Rejoice in the Lord. Pray without ceasing Can everything. Give thanks. Come on, give thanks. Hallelujah. 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 I told you we'd be out by the bottom of the hour and we will be, but I want us to sing before you leave here tonight. I want us to sing a little bit before you leave. I love our praise and worship team. I want us to sing. Now listen to me. Tomorrow is pre-Thanksgiving. Thursday's Thanksgiving. Friday's Black Friday. Don't look forward to Black Friday before you give thanks on Thursday. Amen. Don't look forward to all the specials and all the sales until you give thanks. Will you promise me that you'll thank the Lord in your house? That you'll honor him it just won't be a turkey fest of pecan pie and pumpkin pie said how much you can eat and then go to sleep and then come do it again can you promise me that you'll thank him in your house on thursday i love you very much let's sing kids let's sing, let's sing.